Hey, this is Sharon Srivatsa and welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you about why you should never do proposals anymore. If you're in the business of actually providing a proposal for your work, I don't think you should do that ever again because every time we provide a proposal, we put in so much effort, we create so much of a presentation and we're just shooting blind without a commitment for a sale in any way. And then what happens? We make a proposal and no proposal ever gets accepted. They come back with changes, negotiations, adjustments to pricing and terms. It's a total, it's a total pain. Uh, if not anything else, I want to show you how to reframe how you take a proposal and present it in today's modern world so that you get exactly what you want and you can deliver the best value for your clients. Uh, so this is an episode that shows you how you should never do proposals anymore. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how to, how to grow your business how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. Let's talk about proposals. Uh, it is the one word in all of sales and marketing that, that I absolutely hate. I can't stand it. Can't stand proposals. I can't stand getting proposals. I can't stand receiving proposals. I can't stand doing proposals because there is this inherent understanding of lack of clarity for both parties. Not the fact that I want to play a power game, but the proposal is eh, kind of interested. Eh, send it to me. Eh, like there's no commitment whatsoever. And I've just, I, I try to bring as much clarity and commitment to every process possible so that we can move the ball forward. So if you're in the game, which is naturally doing a lot of proposals like RFPs and things like that, I understand you can't change the terminology, but if you are able to change the terminology, at least in your head, I would do that. And first, let's talk about the understanding or the construct of proposals overall. Proposals in a lot of ways say, hey, um, hey, Mr. Client, prospect, um, cool, I think I understand your stuff. Why don't I send you a proposal? The prospect's like, cool, Sean's going to send me something. I Now the power is in my court. I can literally tell him I like it, I don't like it, changes pricing, whatever. And then it gets into this weird back and forth. And then there's a weird negotiation. As soon as you do the proposal, you're, you know, the power is with the client or the prospect. And then you can't follow up too much because then you seem needy. You can't follow up in, you know, not too much because it feels like then you don't care. So it's just ultra weird. And so I, that, that languaging is too difficult for me. And I, I've kind of veered away from that significantly. And I prefer to deliver a result. And the result is an artifact of sorts. So what we can say is, um, and this may vary from your, your business, but you can say, hey, it can be as simple as, hey, let me put a 12-month plan for us together. That's a proposal. That's fine. Uh, and let me put together, you know, um, a customized version of our sales performance system. So if you're selling a sales project and you are coming in to do sales consulting or coaching, you have a process. So you can say, hey, let me do a customized version of our sales performance system. So now he's like, hey, I already have something, but I'm going to customize something for you. So I don't really care, Mr. Prospect, what you think. This is not a proposal. 
I have something amazing and I'm going to customize it for you. You better be, um, you better be, better feel lucky that I'm doing it for you in a very gentle way, right? So you want to keep the power in the relationship. You can also, one of my favorite things to do is also say, hey, I want to put an action plan together or I want to do a punch list together. I want to do a strategy. I'll put a strategy document for us together. Um, I'll put, you know, I'll put our uh, ideas together to memorialize this. I'll put a draft contract together. I also don't even like using draft, but I, you know, I'll just put an action plan together. Action plans are really good because it tells you what you're going to do next and what they're going to pay you for what you're going to do next. So when it comes to a proposal, I like veering away from that language. I like giving them a, a, a language-based construct of the result, like a action plan, a strategy roadmap, a, a system, like a sales performance system. I always say a customized version of our sales performance system. Uh, I, I do a 12-month roadmap for our, for our work together. So when you do that, now the focus is not about the pricing and what they can negotiate. The focus is just customizing the plan that you gave them and they already have buy-in that they're gonna work with you, right? I want to only deliver a artifact to somebody that has already said yes and we're just hammering out the last 10%. Right. And so, uh, yes, the pricing may come up, but now at least it allows me to draft this artifact in such a way that from the assumptive nature that I don't have to say, okay, great. Now I'm going to, you know, say I'm going to do these 400 things just so I can qualify for this price. I've already agreed to this stuff. So from a proposal perspective, consider that because I see a lot of uh, my clients do these proposals and get this negotiation going on. Uh, and it gets really hard. Now, please, please note this. I totally understand if that's what your um, formalized business is, where you have to turn in RFPs and natural proposals and things like that. I get that. But if you can still turn in the RFP, what I always advise my clients to do is they'll turn in the RFP. And then as an addendum, I'll tell them to put together like a 12-month action plan, right? And when you do that, it takes the focus away from the proposal and puts the focus on the deliverable and the result for them. And I want to do whatever it takes conceptually to take them away from this form proposal where they have the power and can negotiate to this action plan system methodology that you're going to deliver for them, which is at the end, that's what they're holding you accountable to with that contract. And uh, that way, the price and the terms are not relevant. The action plan is the most relevant thing. So... I uh, hope that is helpful. And uh, if you want to talk, talk more about this, just uh, shoot me a note and we can dig on this deeper. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So, for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.